A Florida man tried to bribe the fire chief to keep his unsafe haunted house operating. A drunk Florida man tried to use a taco as an ID. A violent brawl broke out at a Miami dog show. And a Florida man stole his ex-girlfriend's car and then claimed he died and came back to life in the forest. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Friday. That's right. All our stories today from the beautiful, sweet-smelling state of Florida. A Florida man attempted to bribe the fire chief so that he could continue his unlawful homemade haunted house operation. A Tampa, Florida man built a neighborhood haunted house. I saw a video of the haunted house. Uh, Not much to it. A bunch of skeletons in the backyard, it looked like to me. But um, I only saw a portion of it. I like the idea of building a haunted house for your neighborhood. This guy's a fan of Halloween, just trying to give back to the community. I don't see what's wrong with that. But in the end, the owner of this house got spooked after he tried to pay off the city's fire chief so that the fire department would ignore his unsafe and unlawful haunted house. Uh, Yeah, you got to actually get these things registered and follow protocol, I'd imagine. You can't just pop up a haunted house anywhere, sadly. Because I would like more haunted houses in the world. I don't care if they're in someone's basement or backyard. Haunted houses are great, man. Unbelievable. This is 24-year-old Paul John Cattucci. He's the Florida man. Big fan of Halloween. Also a big fan of trying to bribe public servants. He threw $5,000 on the ground in front of the fire chief. (laughs) He threw it on the ground. Oh, oh, it looks like I dropped $5,000. Oh, boy, what could happen? I don't know. Maybe you pick up that $5,000 and let me go on with my spooky lifestyle. What do you say, fire chief? Ah? It was a big mistake because uh, Paul John Cattucci, the big fan of Halloween, is going to jail. Well, initially, it all went down because the neighbors complained. Yep, too many cars coming into the neighborhood. Bunch of Karens in the neighborhood. Who's having fun over there? I hear squeals. I hear some haunted noises, and I see a lot of lights and children in costumes arriving. Who's having fun around here? I don't remember moving to this neighborhood for some fun time. Oh, no. I'm calling the fire department. It's always these neighbors spoiling everybody's fun. Uh, if I was a neighbor, I would pitch in. Be like, what do you need, man? I'll put on a costume. I'll scare some people. I'll, I'll pass out uh, cannabis cigarettes, whatever you need. <laughs> Just trying to enhance the experience. It's Halloween, guys. Uh, here's a quote from the chief of police. Well, a number of vehicles were passing here. Uh, you know, they were parking all over the place, sort of encompassing the neighborhood during the operation of this unlawful haunted house. Sheesh. A lot of violations here. This was horrifying to the city, in my opinion. Well, we had to order the attraction shut down. There was a significant number of fire, life safety type issues, violations, as well as unpermitted structures. I mean, a lot of unpermitted structures, things that drew a real concern. I'll tell you right now, the fire chief himself, very concerned. And then, you know, what does the guy do? He tries to, you know, throw money at the feet of the fire chief, you know, to make the problem go away. Yeah, well, our chief wasn't having anything to do with that. And then he attempted to bribe the deputies as well. Now, he's claiming he's claiming he's merely joking, but I'm the sheriff around here and I'm not laughing because bribery is not a joke. It's not a laughing matter. You don't throw five thousand dollars on the ground as a mistake. (laughs) They're very pissed off about this haunted house. (laughs) Well, shit can go wrong in a homemade haunted house, of course. Some of these places are really out of control. I did that story a few weeks ago about the haunted house actor who stabbed a child because 
the haunted house actor was using a real knife instead of a fake knife, which is what you're supposed to use at the haunted house exhibits, <laughs> from my understanding. I imagine this guy was doing some similar stuff. Yeah, we came, we encountered a real fire where the where it was supposed to be the hell section. It was an actual fire. The devil was next to it. Several people were burned trying to give that authentic experience. Well, not around here, and certainly not for $5,000. A Florida man tried to use a taco as his ID after his car caught on fire. Tacos are not recognized as legal forms of identification in the state of Florida, nor California, nor Mexico even. No, you can't use tacos for ID. You can't really use any food as a form of ID, from my understanding. Uh, Matthew Faulkner found out the difficult way after he passed out drunk in the drive-thru of a Taco Bell in Jensen Beach. And his car caught on fire as well. Uh, the incident occurred in the early morning, as they tend to do at Taco Bells, because that's when people go to Taco Bells. You never see anybody there during the day. It's late night munchies, guys, because we're all drunk. Faulkner apparently decided to make a Taco Bell run after drinking some beers. It doesn't say how many beers. My guess is it's enough to go to Taco Bell. Somehow he made it all the way to the fast food joint in, in his Chevy pickup. And then also made it through the drive-thru, which is difficult when you're wasted. Have you, any of you hit that speaker? I've hit it a few times. It's hard to get through the drive-thru, especially like the skinny ones. <laughs> this guy got his Chevy pickup through. He got his order, received his tacos, fell asleep in the, in the driver's seat right in front of the pickup window. That's when the Taco Bell manager called the police because this guy was holding up the customers behind him. Poor customers. This was not a victimless crime. These people, hungry folks, and they had to wait a long time for their late night munchies. My heart goes out to them. Deputies arrived, and uh, Faulkner was woken up and asked for his ID. And that's when he reached into his bag and presented the officer with a taco. <laughs> Another deputy clarified, no, 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 we're asking for an ID, not a taco. <laughs> You mean you want a taco? No, we would like your ID, sir. You mean my taco? No, the ID, sir, your identification. Oh, no, no, you mean a, ta a taco. Have you had these tacos? If you, oh, they're so good, officers. You should try it. You should try it. No, your ID. No, you mean the taco? Something crunchy right now. This is way, way more delicious than an ID. Trust me, you want this. Can we get some more for, the, for my friends in blue? After taking a bite of the taco, Faulkner passed out again, it says here. And that's when the engine of his truck caught on fire. <laughs> I mean, wow. You couldn't even choreograph such an event yourself if you tried with special effects. Unbelievable. <laughs> he presents the taco. They say, no, we want your ID. He bites it, passes out, and the car catches on fire? All of this? <laughs> Uh, Faulkner was taken to the station. He had a blood alcohol level three times the legal limit. No word on the fate of that taco. A fight broke out at a Miami dog show. A wild brawl broke out between attendees at a Miami, Florida dog show. Uh, this is not the place you'd expect a brawl. Dog shows are usually pretty calm from my understanding. Uh, but then again, this is a Florida dog show. This big brawl, which was caught on camera, prompted the event to get scrapped altogether. The footage on Instagram shows attendees hurling punches, wrestling on the ground, and throwing chairs at 
the Miami Bully Takeover event. The Bully Takeover event? Oh, it sounds like it's not only a dog show, but it's a... Oh, it's got to be for pit bulls. Right, so it's a pit bull dog show. No wonder why a fight broke out. <laughs> People that own pit bulls, man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> now, some of you have pits and you're like, no, man, no. Yeah, okay. You try and sell that to the neighborhood kids. Your, your pit bulls. No, no, I sure. I'm, no, look, I know. I've been around some pit bulls. They can be pleasant, but like, let's be real. They can snap as well. And I'd imagine some shit like that went down, and that's how all this brawling took place. By the way, watch the video. It's insane at the number of chairs and tables being thrown. <laughs> it's, it, you can't even wrap your head around the fact that this is a dog show. You're like, how is this a dog show? It looks like a barroom brawl. <laughs> A spokesperson for the dog event, Vivian, said that the fighting began around 7 p.m. when two women began arguing over something minor, and then others jumped into the action. The video doesn't show the argument. It only shows the chairs and tables being thrown around in the fighting. Uh, a voice over a loudspeaker is going, Security, please help us. Please help us. Security, anybody? Any? <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. You should watch it. Um, the incident ultimately caused the show to be shut down. Oh, no kidding. What, a, a big brawl? People throwing tables? Caused it to sh be shut down? <laughs> I'm very surprised. Now, let's keep it going. I'll bet what happened was people showed up with their pit bulls thinking that it was a dog fight. They were ready to, you know, participate in the dog fighting. And they're like, no, 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 this is a, a dog show. It's different than dog fighting. And then they were just like, no, you know what? We, we came here for a fight. We're going to have a fight. A Florida man stole his ex-girlfriend's car and claimed that he died and was resurrected. A 29-year-old Florida man was arrested after allegedly stealing an ex-girlfriend's vehicle. The deputies responded to the Circle K gas station in reference to the stolen vehicle, where they found it parked on the west side of the gas station. Inside was a man. In the front seat with the door open, he was identified as Joshua Eric Rodriguez. A check of the vehicle's license plate confirmed this was the stolen vehicle. A search of Rodriguez confirmed Rodriguez stole the vehicle. <laughs> he had the car key on him. He also had the vehicle owner's credit card in his wallet. Rodriguez, of course, was arrested for all of these things that don't belong to him. People in Florida think they can just take what doesn't belong to them. It's a terrible habit. I don't recommend it. He was asked some questions. He actually admitted that the vehicle belonged to his ex-girlfriend, but he insisted his ex-girlfriend allowed him to borrow it along with the credit card. Uh, he then told the deputy that he, quote, died and came back to life in the woods. <laughs> I don't know why that's helpful information. You think they're going to let you go? You stole a car because you, now you've been resurrected? Oh, no. Oh, you died and came back to life? Oh, that's very Jesus-like, sir. The stealing of the car, not so much, but the dying and coming back to life, extremely Jesus-like. We should let you go on your way. I'm sure you're going to go out there and do some healing now, Joshua. <laughs> you seem like you're all about healing. Now it says he was unable to answer any further questions after telling everyone that he came back to life. Well, that's a shame because I'd love to hear some answers to more questions. I, like, I would like some further questions in this one. <laughs> Like, how does one come back to life? Could you tell us the secret? Are you going to be doing a TED Talk about this at some point in the future? I'll be there in the front row, Joshua. I want to learn the ways, the ways of everlasting life, apparently.
Now, you know, I know we're all waiting for the second coming, for the miracles to come, for the man to come back. But I'm going to tell you right now, it isn't going to be a Florida man. (laughs) No way. Hey, thanks for attending the Florida Friday episode. Now you've hit the outro. Going to do some due diligence, give some thanks. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this as well, if you'd like to stick around for that. You can always call the show yourself by using this phone number, 646-450-2012. You can uh, express your delight or displeasure at whatever you hear on the show. Or just give me a shout-out if you'd like. Say hi, say what's up. Love to hear from my, my callers, my listeners. I uh, want to give some thanks to JW Balls, uh, who shared my show on Twitter, telling people to check out this super funny podcast. Weird AF News will make you laugh. Jonesy is hilarious. And he put some hashtags there as well to help uh, spread the word. It's very, very, very nice. So thank you. If you guys ever share my show on social media, I'll give you a little shout out because I, I appreciate that very much. JW and Sonia are fans of the show, have been for a while. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Hope you're having a great weekend. Hope you all are having a great weekend. Hope you enjoy the Friday episode. And thanks to everyone who sent me stories as well for Florida Friday. Always appreciate that. Uh, lastly, I want to remind you of the Patreon because that's a way to support the show if you'd like to. Uh, if you listen five days a week and you get a lot out of my new show, uh, it would mean a lot to me to support the show. The uh, Patreon is patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and you can give Jonesy a couple bucks a month, which is like the price of a beer. Not even, really. Uh, You can join for less than that. And uh, you get access to all sorts of extra Weird AF content as well. I put a lot of stuff up there. So if you really like the show, you'll love what's in the Patreon. And you'll like that good feeling of, uh, you know, supporting a daily weird show, daily weird news show that takes place in a closet. This is just like, why not? (laughs) anyways i hope you're having a great weekend or you had one or you're about to have one hope you enjoyed the florida friday episode and uh looking forward to seeing you on monday seeing you on monday oh this is weird all right i'm gonna publish some calls bye bye hey jonesy it's Kirsty from england i would love my name on the closet wall if you can um just ringing about the iron maiden story really I seen Iron Maiden in 2007. You should look up the video on YouTube. 2007, Fear of the Dark, Download Festival. It's incredible. It still sends shivers down my spine now, and I'm in that crowd somewhere. It's amazing. And I'm going to see them again next year at Download Festival as well. Can't wait. But yeah, they should give that principle a raise, not fire her. Alexa, hang up. Hey, Jonesy, it's Lily. Um, So I just wanted to call um, in response to the story you did about the guy that ate every day at Six Flags and was able to save a bunch of money doing that. Um, So my husband actually has a friend that is doing the same thing, um, not for the same amount of time. As far as I know, he's only been doing uh, for like a year, a year and a half. and we thought that the Six Flags, like, in, in here at, well, they're at the location in Texas um, by where we used to live, it's apparently, like, all you can eat. It's not just twice a day. It's whatever you want, however much you want. But we thought it was just, like, a pandemic program to get, like, people to still keep going as a promotion. But um, maybe it's just at that location. Yeah, but anyway, 
I I think it's awesome. And you were, like, confused as to how this guy got a woman to love him and live with him. Like, for me, like, I think it's really cool and ingenious and one of those, like, life hack things to save a bunch of money. So I would be down with it. Like, if I – I don't even know if I could list for you the crazy things that my husband and I did to save money so that we could buy a house. Like, number one, pay off our student loans. Number two, buy a house. And now number three, try and save for a new car. Like, you got to be a crazy ninja with money these days to try and make it through, you know. So I applaud this guy for, you know, finding a way to save a ton of money. And, yeah, like, it sucks. It's unhealthy food. And, you know, he gained weight and all that. But, like, my husband's friend is able to do it. And, like, he goes, he literally goes to Six Flags, like, two or three times a day. He walks in, he eats, and he leaves. Um, he's been able to find a way to do it healthier. He hasn't gained any weight. So it's, it's working out for him. And, and, yeah, he hasn't – I don't know. He's a single guy um, living alone trying to save for a down payment for a house. So he said he didn't even know the last time he went to a grocery store, which is pretty crazy but also kind of awesome for, like, 150 bucks for the all-you-can-eat food pass. So – it's a way to do it. It's a thing to do. And I don't know. I think it's cool. I'd, I'd get down with a guy <laughs> that did that. <laughs> but um, if you're looking for somebody to love, you know, hang in there. There's somebody for you, and I bet you'll find her eventually. So, well, I love you. Love the show. Keep it up. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Jonesy. It's Connie. You wanted to list Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. You were wanting the – um weirdos to leave you a message about if experiences with ghosts and I have I've had two or three the most recent one was back in it's probably eight years ago I went to Savannah with my parents and we rented a house on Perry Street and all three nights that I slept in their um spare bedroom the door was opening by itself and even though I would shut it and lock it it would still open and I would feel something in my hair almost uh, first I thought oh god there's bed bugs but no it was something like it was playing with my hair and fingers felt like fingers running through my hair actually and it freaked me out. All three nights, I did not sleep. So I swapped rooms with my parents the last night, and they experienced the same stuff. My dad even took the door off the hinges, thinking there was something wrong with it, and put it back on. And still, it opened by itself, and things were touching them, <laughs> playing with their hair. And my dad said the next morning, we're, I'm glad it's the last day. We're getting the F out of here. So as he was packing the car, I was reading a book that was laying on the side table next to the doorway. And I just called my mother over. I said, you've got to read this. There was a, a couple that lived in the house. It wasn't the people that built it, but sometime after that, their 10-year-old daughter died of pneumonia and they think that her spirit is what was in the house 
And it sounds about right because that's what a child would do, play with your hair, open and close doors, stuff like that. So my dad is a Georgia Tech engineer, and he was trying to debunk it, and nothing he did, you know, replicated what was happening. So if it freaked him out, then, yeah, um, <laughs> it really happened. So. If you're ever in Savannah, you can rent a house on Perry Street and see what happens to you. <laughs> but that was our experience anyway. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Y'all, y'all take.